So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Welcome to the party, pal. Hey, come here. I got something good for you. Come on. Well, hey, welcome everybody. This is this is crazy. This is going to be, I mean, who knows? We're probably already going to come off the rails. This whole Instagram live business, we're giving it a shot. So, uh, you know, like Kevin alluded to here, we are trying our, uh, you know, swing at the plate here at doing a, a live session of the podcast. So this is going to be episode 23 of the Toy Isle podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Dave, and I'm joined as always with uh, Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Well, hello there, Dave. And let me change the camera so they can actually see me and I can talk into the mic at the same time. But it's good to be here with everybody and our Instagram Live friends. And for those that are on Instagram Live, we want this to kind of be as interactive as it possibly can. So if you do have questions and there may be an opportunity where we can have you join with us and you can be on the show as well, stick around for that. But like I said, if you have a question, put it in the chat. Please let us know, and we will make sure to try to get that. And we do know uh, AZ Toy Hunters Guild. We can't have two people on at the same time, but because of the setup that we have with Phil and Dave, um, we're still trying to work out the different audio kinks on that. So be patient with us as we're working through it. But I am happy to be here with our extended audience and family tonight. Yeah, and side note to that, I, I heard something, you know, because of COVID and, you know, all these challenges of, you know, um, connecting people and whatnot. I thought I heard something or read some, something that Instagram was going to be possibly, you know, extending it to more than two people on the whole live thing. So, I mean, that would be perfect if we could have like a straight up, you know, just like we're doing now uh, on the podcasting equipment via Zoom, but like just do it through Instagram. That'd be rad too. So um, yeah. And then what's up, Phil? What's up guys? How's it going? Room looks good, dude. Yeah. Just got it all set up, man. Happy to be back and can't wait to talk everything with you guys today, especially live. Yeah. And hi, hi listeners. You know, this is, uh, this is great. Yeah. We're all, uh, I directed all the traffic I could to, um, to Kevin's account. So again, listeners and, you know, viewers, Instagram viewers, thanks for, thanks for watching. We're going to be doing kind of a different episode. We're not going to be do, doing our typical rundown of, you know, what's releasing and whatnot. Since it was such a crazy week, uh, last week with, you know, what's coming down the pipe as far as cinema and, you know, Star Wars and Marvel with that, you know, Disney investor days, we, we wanted to kind of have this as the episode that we would go live on it, kind of, you know, get everyone's feedback and stuff like that. So, I mean, do we, do we got anything before I kind of go over the, the highlights from the, the chat so far, Kevin? We do. And I don't know where you want to start, but our good buddy Austin says he wants to know our thoughts on the Spider-Man news. Uh, pretty much everyone and their mom coming back. We have Sandman, Green Goblin, Electro. You're in it, right? You're in it, right? In it. I just got recently cast. And then also kind of similar to that, AZ Toy Hunters Guild says Marvel Legends wants go. So oh, what are man. the Marvel Legends that we want? And I will just jump in on that is that if they are bringing back all these people, you know, for the Spider-Verse or whatever you want to call it. I want me the Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. I thought, you know, they've done their own version a long, long time ago, but that's one of the ones I would love to have. That is a nostalgic piece for me. You know what? That's that's going to be wild, man. Like, I, I haven't really thought about that, uh, you know, with all these people just, you know, constantly getting leaked, oh, that, you know, blah, blah, blah is in it and Sandman's going to be in it and, you know, uh, William Dafoe and it's just like, I never even thought like, yeah, what a great way to get those, those, those kind of MCU figures of those previous legacy characters. So yeah, sign me up for a William Dafoe figure all day long. Um, yeah, that's the news is crazy. I, I think I probably share, you know, everyone's concern, you know, that they have with this film, Austin, you know, with the whole, you know, is it going to get watered down? Like, dude, like everybody's in it, you know? So I'm hoping that it's just little brisk cameos and that's it. Like I, cause otherwise it's just going to be, you know, it'd have to be like a five hour film. I don't know. Kevin, I see you squirming over there. What do you got? Yeah. And 
it's going to be hard to duplicate kind of the end game idea and the infinity war just because there's 20 episodes, you know, leaning up to that. I'm sure it'll be interesting to see. And I know Austin said just a second ago that, you know, Sam Raimi will be directing this Dr. Strange movie. So it's all mm -hmm. going to tie together, but yeah. back to the Marvel legend ask, if we're going to go back into the spider verse, give me bone saw the macho man oh, figure. Oh I would love a macho man, uh, bone saw. That would be so good. That's mine. Oh, yeah. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> R.I.P. What do you What do you think, Phil? You got any thoughts on that? What do, What do you want to see for a legend and and whatnot? Uh, it'd be exactly what Kevin talked about. I mean, bringing back the, you know the old cast, but in legends form. You know, kind of doing the face sculpts for like Tobey Maguire. Bring him back. You know, bring bring all the old uh, you know characters back. Because I'm not sure how they're going to go about it all. But um, while we were just talking, I was thinking, man, would it be cool to get like some kind of a exclusive sinister six like six pack yeah well they, they giant box set <laughs> they did that uh they did an amazon package of uh i uh, yeah the six the sinister six mm -hmm. of the the three and three quarter figures uh i think it was probably like one of their last things that they did with the the three and three quarter line but yeah do that retro card six inch six pack amazon just 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 semi royalties now hasbro i mean like that that's that's no brainer yeah. low hanging fruit like let's let's get that one going you know or even just a box set with some you know deco in the back yeah. of each you know character right fold out and everything come on yeah they did uh they did that a couple san diego comic cons ago like maybe five and it was like negative um or sorry, Purple Man was in there. Oh wow! Uh, Abomination. It, it was the raft um, uh, box set, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Do a Sinister Six of that. And dude, we—I don't know if you guys remember that Sandman figure. Uh, was like it was so bad. It was a, a build a figure <laughs> piece, and it, yeah, I mean, get get a brand new Sandman figure, like an MCU quality one. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the Raimi-verse, the incredible Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, the Tom Holland, I guess it bears to ask, you know, people on the line, what is your favorite Spider-Man version, whether that be Toby, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and then obviously my tap crew here, where do you fall in the Spider-Verse? What is your definitive version? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like with Spider-Man, it's, it's almost like, you know, who's your favorite James Bond? Well, it depends on what kind of generation you are, right? And uh, so for, for me, it's uh, it's Tobey Maguire because, you know, that, that was just the first, you know, I was old enough to, you know, go to the movies. I saw all of them in the theater. So to me, that's Spider-Man. But Tom Holland is, is kind of, he's crushing it. And that's like my kid Spider-Man. Like he doesn't know who Andrew Garfield is, or Tobey Maguire is like, it's, it's Tom, Tom Holland is Spider-Man. So I think it's a very generational thing, but uh, yeah. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Austin says that he has a soft spot for Toby's and I can understand that naturally because I think that's all our generations growing up. And has anybody actually been on and seen the, uh, it's called Bully Maguire, where they do uh, the yeah. uh, emo Spider-Man and all the different uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> it's hysterical. Hysterical. Yeah, they did one with, um, he was playing the Emperor. I saw the one where he uh, fights Thanos as well. And he's like, gonna cry. I you got, you guys got to send me that. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, I got you, about. brother. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, well, are, do we got anything else, or sh should we get into the uh, some of the news? Yeah, let's get into some of the news here. And for those online, as I said, if you have questions and you want to add it in here, just let us know and we will get to it. Um, collector Ky Collector Kylo Ben says he grew up watching Toby, but man, he really loves the Tom Holland one. Yeah, uh, almost. Boat. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's tough. Uh, Austin again says Garfield portrayed Spider-Man so well, though, and he plans on rewatching the Amazing Spider-Man film soon. Um, I just watched the Raimi ones. So I actually, this, this is going to be a hot take before we get into the rest of the news here. I am not the biggest fan of Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock. Everyone heralds it as the greatest like comic book movie ever. It's like a six out of 10 for me. Not that great. Am I, is that blasphemous? Uh, no, I, I think, I think that's, that that's fair. I, all the criticism that I usually hear from that franchise is usually on three. So I think right. you're you're one of the first you know people that I've met that's you know thrown shade at at two. Usually it's always three. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm with you on that a little bit. 
I mean, I would, I'd watch two before three. Three is definitely just, you know, not not a great film. <laughs> right, sure. That, and that's what I want. I don't want this version of Spider-Man 3 to turn into that version of Spider-Man 3 <laughs> yeah. with way too many villains, way too many things going on. So it's going to be interesting to see. And um, <laughs> Swashbuckler Collects says, all right, I'm going to head out after the Spider-Man 2 disrespect. So we just... <laughs> <laughs> so very sorry about that. We just lost a viewer. Um, oh, well. Um AZ Hunter's Guild said the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2 got me, though. Um, what specifically did it get you on, if you want to let us know um, before we go on to those things? And while they're responding, um, I think it's interesting that, you know, we got so much good stuff coming. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. It's a, it's a perfect time to be a fan of this comic book genre. Oh, man, it's it's so great. Uh, this This Disney, we'll get into the Disney Investor Day. You know, that that was like a San Diego Comic-Con. That was like a, a panel way better than anything that, uh, like even previous San Diego Comic-Cons. Like, sure, it wasn't, you weren't getting the actors and stuff like that. And you're just, you know, uh, stuck, you know, watching, you know, uh, uh, um, Kennedy and um, uh, uh, Foggy. But, uh, you know, opposed to, you know, like some a, a, A-lister, a you know, celebrity, but... It was amazing. There was so much stuff. So, I mean, with Star Wars, we we knew of five, right? So the number that they threw out was there was going to be 10, you know, reveals. We knew of five. We knew there was obviously a, a Mandalorian season three coming. We knew of the Kenobi. We knew of the Bad Batch. We knew of the Cassian Andor series. And then we knew, we didn't know what this was about, but we knew there was another show that was going to be... Um, directed by Leslie uh, Headland. And we didn't know anything about that series, but we, you know, that, that was something that we knew about. So we knew five. So, and then it was like, well, here's five more. So like, I don't know when you guys heard that news, but when I heard that news that there was going to be 10 reveals, I was just like, I was so shook, you know? So I, I think we kind of all, all expected Ahsoka, right? You know, that was going to be one of the five that we didn't know about, Right. I mean, it was a Ahsoka a surprise to you guys at all. Like, you, I, I, I saw that one coming. I, I mean, I didn't. I saw it coming, but I didn't think it was gonna come this soon. Like, we'd be, you know, it'd be announced. I thought it was gonna be kind of like, like Obi Wan made sense to me before Ahsoka. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of wait for that. I knew. I like as soon as we got her, you know, like, and and she wasn't gonna be like her journey was done you know it wasn't like she was tagging along with the mandalorian for the next you know episodes you know the writing was kind of on the wall for me there um so we got ahsoka i'll just rattle these off and then we can talk about them uh rangers of the new republic so ahsoka rangers of the new republic are all taking in the same kind of timeline as mandalorian um lando baby a smooth baby uh droid story visions and then uh the two films rogue squadron film and then uh the the watiti uh um film and they didn't really you know that that was probably the only like bummer of it is we didn't really find anything out about that like maybe you know i was kind of hoping for a title but i mean phil what uh what jumps out to you here like what are you super you know surprised about or what are you like excited about i actually i can't wait to hear about you know see the lando uh series i'm really excited with that like just to see where that's going to take it i mean i have a few ideas so that was a surprise to me and i'm really excited to see where like his story is going to go um and then some more backstory like maybe some characters from uh the rise of skywalker um i I think that they kind of left something there with with janna um and I'm really hoping that that comes down into uh, into play there. Um, Ahsoka, I'm super excited for, and I mean, Visions is pretty neat. Visions, Visions is really um, that's interesting. I think there's something with that. I'm, I'm excited to see that one. But um, the Rangers of the New Republic, I'm kind of I'm on the fence with. I'm not really sure what that's about. You know, I'm not I'm, that's new to me. I'm not sure like exactly where that's going. I've seen like a couple people to have their take on it so i'm excited to see where they're all going actually but that rogue squadron movie i have a feeling that one's going to be like incredible i mean it's so cool i'm i'm all in i i have the same feeling about rogue squadron i think that's going to be 
you know, as, as much as, you know, Rogue One is so, you know, the people that like Rogue One, it, it's high up there on their list. Like, that's not, that's, yeah. I think that's like my second favorite Star Wars movie, like straight up. And yeah. it's just climbed up that, you know, ranking for me. And I could see this Rogue Squadron really like humanizing everything. And, um, and that, I, that just hits me like really hard those kind of movies so i'm real that's probably the one thing that i'm really excited about the most but uh kevin what's uh what's your thoughts on all this man or so, do, you, do you got anything first i do i do i got a couple things that people have said got a couple more people joining um austin says laney's favorite movie is rogue one just like you but we also wanted to find out where's the ewok spinoff <laughs> But then the one that I think that yep, most people forgot was from collector Kylo Ben, The Acolyte, which looks phenomenal. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Phenomenal. We, we missed that one. So with that being said is that we have all these amazing stories, amazing films and TV shows coming up. But the things I thought was a little bit of a twist is that originally we thought there was supposed to be a Bo-Katan and a Cara Dune spinoff. We thought that was going to be Rangers of the New Republic, but they've said that it isn't. So there's that potentially for something else that they could come out with. But also, where's our Boba Fett spinoff? Because I thought that was supposed to be happening, which also scares me for, you know, sorry, spoilers, for season um, two finale. I hope that doesn't mean that's the end of Boba Fett's story. So we'll see about that. Um, Sky Guy says that he agrees with Ben, that the Acolyte looks sick. Um, Getting a little bit of hate for Lando. Um, Sky Guy 901 says, sorry, Phil, about that. <laughs> but um, I think it's going to be interesting. What are your thoughts on Acolyte? I guess that's the Old Republic, right? Uh, the High Republic. So that, the High that, Republic. that's sorry. the one. Um, yeah. And uh, sorry, I, I didn't mention. Like a mystery that. thriller or something, correct? Yeah. That's that's the Leslie Headland series. So we, we got oh, the, is it? Yeah, we okay. got the title to that. So that that's what I was getting. You know, we knew. I, I missed those two together. Yeah, we knew, you know, she was doing a show, but this is her show. Yeah, and it takes place at the end of the High Republic, which I think is pretty, like, fascinating and going to be super exciting because we don't know anything about the High Republic. So it's almost like they're they're deconstructing that era. Like, they're starting – Yeah, I, I forget what, like, the, the, the plot of it, uh, you know, the official plot that Disney said, but it's like – this takes place on the the very end ending days of the high republic so it's basically like when like that era is over and yeah it sounds like a super like kind of spy gritty thriller type uh show so i i'm really excited about that one one thing that they said is that maul could be in the lando series that's something to think about um jedi toy master said that call. And yeah the toy hunters guild says that the comic for the high republic comes out tomorrow so yep. that uh, good that it all ties together there yeah i'm sure i'm sure mighty mouse already has all of his variants secured <laughs> for, for for that one yeah I'm, I'm gonna be going after that one for sure too um yeah i, I got i got that I, I mentioned on the last podcast but i got that uh the exclusive book of the the light of the uh was the light of the jedi um it's like the first like adult novel of that high republic i'm really excited about that and i mean Bring it on, baby. Like, new Star Wars. Like, I, I'm all about it. So, what do, what do you got, Phil? I was just going to say, I would not be surprised if one of the main... You know what? I don't even know if you call him a, a villain anymore. I mean, I think he's more of a hero at this point. But I wouldn't be surprised if Boba Fett has a lot of uh, play in the Lando series. Um, that would be pretty cool to see that. Because I don't yeah, think we like, know if it's supposed to be young Lando or old Lando. I don't think it's been officially confirmed, has it? I, I don't know, but I'm hoping it's a combination of the two. I swore I thought I saw something, you know, an actual official, you know, image or something of the Falcon, and it's it's the um, fresh, clean, you know, young. Uh, young so I, I believe that it's going to be a young Lando series. But, yeah, I mean, they could do some crazy, you know. They could go back and forth of him, like, sitting in the cantina. Telling and, stories, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd be down Oh, my that. God. Having some, some Spocka. You know, Dude, I have a feeling stories. it's going to be one of the best ones. I don't know, I'm just calling it now. <laughs> Could be good, man. Uh, Someone just brought up a very interesting point. They say, is this potentially too much? Is it too MCU-ish? And is it possible that it could all come falling apart? I mean, we're in un unprecedented waters. We've never had this before. So even marvel hasn't even had this before there hasn't been you know tv shows that are, i mean i guess marvel's got you know the 
agents of shield and but but that never really held the weight that they're really trying to do moving forward like there's going to be some some you know huge you know scenes and stuff that happens in these disney plus shows that are gonna like directly yeah. affect or have something to do with the movie so uh, yeah it's gonna be crazy that is a good point yeah so i think if the stories blend together they're saying the stories blend together it shouldn't be too confusing but I know that right now, and we'll get to the MCU part of things, that you know they're holding shows, they're holding films because their storytelling is interlocked, so they can't have one come before the other one. So it's, I'm sure they've thought through this. I'm sure there's a reason you know, that Feige is involved with you know, Star Wars now, you know, maybe helping plot out all the consistencies in this. So um, I, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah, he's got some experience in that, right? <laughs> And they also said, you know, Boba should be a character that just pops up in every series. He doesn't pledge his uh, loyalty to anyone. And I yeah. love that. He, he, he just like shows up as an anime character in Visions. He's yeah. like, hey, fireball. Who can? It would be cool know. if they had him in Kenobi coming out of the uh, Sarlacc. I hope we see that. We got it. We got to get that. I mean, like, I, I usually don't need like a full synopsis and like, you know, origin stories and stuff. But we need that. Like we we yeah. have to have, you know, on film what happens there. You know, like him coming out of that goddamn you know Sarlacc pit. So, yeah, that would be sick, dude. Yeah, he he could be in Kenobi. I'm I'm super bummed. That's only one season though. I'm re- th- that is that's, it only one season? It's only one season. Four episodes, I think. Right, a mini series, so to say. Oh, wow. Four. I need it to be like eighteen episodes. <laughs> And here, here's another interesting point that they put in. It says you have to make the hardcore fans happy and try to bring in the new fans. And sometimes that's difficult. Austin says it's extremely difficult because they failed in the sequel trilogy for the most part of that. Is that the balancing act that you know Star Wars is having to do right now, which I feel like they're hitting the right notes on for Mandalorian. Yep. But now you have 10 shows where you have to appease everybody because that's a, that's a tall order, tall ask. Well, at least, at least they got a true north of Mandalorian. I'm, I mean, if, yeah. if, if they get the right people involved and I'm hoping all these shows, you know, it's a collective kind of group, hopefully, you know, and, 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 you know, uh, Floney and um, Favra are like, can be involved in all of these shows. I, that, that's probably, honestly, it's probably not going to happen, but yeah, I, I just, uh, that is that's their true north that's what they need to go to that is the proper recipe of satisfying every generation uh star wars star wars fan yeah and this is a point that i think we missed is that kenobi is set you know after episode three so boba fett wouldn't be in the sarlacc pit i didn't think through that so great call out jedi toy masters it's after episode three. Oh yeah yeah Right, so Boba Fett is still the best bounty hunter in the galaxy at that point. Right, yeah, he's he's kicking ass and uh, getting bounties, for sure. Um, all right, so do, I mean, do you guys have any thoughts on the uh, the Watiti movie at all? Like, what do you, you know guesses? I mean, let's we can get some speculation here if you guys want. But I, I thought the font was very, you know, was that a teaser uh, to you know? It was very like holiday special Boba Fett animated series, like that blue, like that font was the exact font that they used for the Boba Fett uh, portion of that holiday special. So, I mean, I mean, he's crazy, right? Like he 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 easily would do something really out there. So. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that maybe that's the Bubba Fett movie that we're getting, or or, or film, or something like that. Is the Watiti film? Because they didn't. They didn't divulge anything. So did they not divulge anything because they need to keep it in the bag, or they they didn't have anything ready to like really talk about? So I'm think I'm got my tinfoil hat on here, and I'm thinking that they didn't say anything because they they don't want us to know anything yet. Yeah, and I mean, all of the YTD films and even his episode, you know, he's the one that did the season finale of Mando season one, which was fantastic. Um, and I, I, I don't think he's made a bad movie for those online here. What do you think the Taika Waititi movie is going to be? What era is it going to be? What characters is it going to be involved? Let us know. But what I think is interesting is, like you said, it's that it's got a Ragnarok type feel to the colors and everything. Totally. 
And I felt like they really nailed the humor in the finale of season one and say what you want or whatever, but I wasn't a fan of sequel trilogy humor. I think they hit it in, you know, the TV shows currently. So I'm really interested to see what they come up with, what they come up with. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you said it earlier, like what a, what a time to be a fan. I mean, this is all great stuff. We didn't get a whole lot of timeline stuff. It was just like in the next couple of years, kind of verbiage that they used. They did say uh, December, 2023 for the, um, the uh the patty jenkins movie uh rogue squadron and i i'm i mean she did uh wonder woman 84 and that's you know going to be coming to hbo max here in like a couple weeks so pretty excited to you know see that and see what okay like this is (laughs) this is either really good or really bad and then i can get you know excited for even more excited for a rogue squadron or not so uh yeah it's uh just great stuff um all right, so you guys want to get into Marvel? Or uh, do, do we got anything to um, talk about from our listeners here? Yeah, I'll give, I'll give a couple comments here that um, Collector Kylo Ben said that it'd be awesome if the Watiti movie was based in the prequels because it gives us that glamorous look, you know, the bright colors and all those things. I think that's yeah. a really good um, idea. Yep. Um, the flashy wow. art styles. Um, Sky Guys does say Phil needs more live auctions, so that's a fun for you. There you go. Um, Austin wants a Knights of the Old Republic movie or show, and then AZ Toy Hunters Guild says give us Revan, and I think Love that's it. what everyone wants. Obviously, is you know the uh, the number one thing people want is Keanu Reeves as Darth Revan. Um, that might be the ultimate fan cast, but um, we'll see. That's a lot of Star Wars stuff, but uh, let us know um, what we got coming up with Marvel, man. There's even more. They, I mean one more thing to close up star wars they gotta have plans for old republic i mean they have to have that somewhere in the pipe you know the the story group you know they gotta have that on the docket somewhere like you know 2025 like it's it's gotta be coming like there's no way they're just just ignoring it you know but so i got a question What what do you guys think of this is there can you recast someone into another star wars movie as a different character you think that's something that, I mean, that would be a first, right? I so, mean, Harrison Ford and Alvin Ehrenreich with two different Hans and Lando and Billy Dee. That, that makes that's sense. that's a little different. Yeah. You're, you, are you saying like, what are like? I'm saying like, okay, so if you can't get um, Keanu Reeves as Revon, you bring back Adam Driver as Revon. Yeah, oh, chemically, I yeah. I mean, the, you, you would have the, the, the canon police all over, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think there's just too that many one. casuals for that to, to be able to work, unfortunately. And I think yeah. Adam Driver is like, nope, I'm, uh, <laughs> I am I checked that box. Uh, I, I don't think he said, like, I'm never doing Star Wars again, but I don't think the sequel trilogy cast really has no um, desire to do any Star Wars. <laughs> I think his back life. still hurts him, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much carrying it. <laughs> him, and, him and Favreau have the same um, you know, <laughs> back ailment, you know, just carrying the, the, the franchise, you know. All right. Well, let's all, yeah, let's jump into it with the, the Marvel segment that, that we got. We won't talk about, like, there, there is some pretty like interesting stuff for the Disney and slash, slash Pixar uh, portion of it. Um, but we'll just kind of cover the Marvel uh piece of it and then um you know we'll 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 call it so you know we knew a a lot of these so a lot of this is going to be regurgitating stuff but the wandavision obviously i can't wait for that one i i mean i i think it's gonna have as much excitement as mandalorian did like it's 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 kind of been like a sleeper for me because those those two characters just don't really do much for me in in the MCU and whatnot. So I haven't really been like that excited about it, which is perfect because I'm not going to have that much, you know, I don't have that much hype going into this. My expectations, you know, are aren't low. They're like medium. They're definitely not high. But I I think I'm going to be pretty you know happy with this and i'm sure everyone else is i i really think this is going to be a good one and then um falcon and winter soldier that's coming in march loki's coming in may and then hawkeye's coming in fall like we are finally disney plus is finally pumping this stuff out like we're gonna get like these shows you know like once once a quarter like opposed to like yeah. all this year we just got season two of mandalorian 
Can you imagine getting like eight films like that or um, shows, you know, like four Star Wars and four Marvel, like all in one year? Like that's going to be incredible. You know, what I don't know. What do you got, Kev? Yeah. So, the, you know, you hit a nail on the head and you got the right demographic. When I, I showed my wife the uh, WandaVision trailer and she's like, oh, I want to watch that because yeah. it got the eras. It's got the black and white. It's got the 70s. She loves the clothes. And so you hooked the female audience and that way you can watch it, you know, as a family. So they nailed that one. But man, I'll tell you that. Um, and also they said, you know, keep in mind, these are movie quality shows. Um, these aren't just, you know, ABC, you know, something like that. CW. But, yeah, the CW. <laughs> but the thing that got me, I jumped out of my seat when the Loki trailer hit. I was not expecting this. Knowing that he are, is specific people throughout history, the D.B. Cooper thing on the plane and vanishing, that's when, you know, one of the greatest mysteries of our time. And to know that it was freaking Loki that was behind it all, I love it. They killed it. That's the one that I'm excited the most about. This what if, the what if animated yeah. series. I'm really excited about that one too. But the Loki, the what if, those are just going to be phenomenal. I I really feel like you know they could get the animated, you know, stuff going series wise, like Clone Wars, Bad Batch. Those are you know, Bad Batch is going to just be fantastic. I already, you know, if it's going to be anything like Clone Wars, it's going to be fantastic. So like this, what if like, oh man, talk about all the stories you could do with that. But uh, yeah, dude, the Loki looks absolutely like just so it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be awesome. I bet there's going to be some high stakes in it and some stuff that's going to go right in, a, you know, the next movies and whatnot. But I mean, that's, that's all the stuff that we knew about. And then they told us about three films or three shows that we didn't know about. I'm going to lean on uh, both of you guys here on uh, this one because I, I kind of drawing blanks right now. Ironheart. I think that's, that's like a, a like a Iron Man's, uh, um, you know, the next Iron Man, right? Is, is that kind of the, the deal with that? Yeah. So that is, if it follows the comic stories, it's Iron Man's daughter that takes it on the mantle. And so I think that could be a really cute show or, you know, really powerful, especially when at the end of Endgame, you know, he winks at her and says, you know, love you 3000 and kind of leaves the helmet. And she's even wearing the helmet, you know, she's wearing uh, the rescue arm in, <laughs> excuse me, COVID, sorry. So um, maybe it is, you know, the rescue armor that she ends up putting on and she becomes, you know, the Mark II of the rescue armor and stuff. I thought that'd be really cool. So that's Ironheart and I'm really excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I uh, that's right. I knew it had something to do with Iron Man. And then um, the Young oh, Avengers is being set up through this most likely. Let's oh, not that's right. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then we got Armor Wars, which is, uh, you know, another kind of Iron Man centric uh, show. You know, it's about tony stark's weapons and you know kind of going to doing an arms race and that's going to be uh led by war machine and then we have secret invasion which is probably that's out of the one. yeah to those three that that's the one that looks the most intriguing to me um phil what i mean any of these what do you think about these man i think they're going to be all awesome uh the ones that i can't wait for is moon knight cannot wait for that uh, She-Hulk is going to be amazing, and then I'm really interested in the Loki. Um, I'm not sure about the WandaVision, but I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get hooked on that. But um, the Loki show is going to be—that's one of my favorites already. Just looking at the trailer, I mean, it was really—it just had the. There's something about it just popped that it was like, yep. this is going to have all everything you want. So I can't wait for it. Looked like a movie, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it, what are uh, anything from our listeners on 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 that, Kev? Yeah, we, we got some really sharp people online, which I am always thankful that our people know exactly what we're talking about, is that they had mentioned, you know, this whole Young Avengers, you know, Hawkeye, you know, with, um, you know, his daughter, you know, Kate that's Bishop. setting up another. Yeah, yeah, Kate. And so that's setting up another one of the Young Avengers, which I think is awesome. But I think the biggest, I guess, twist, and I really don't know the way to go about doing it. I think, you know, we can talk about this ad nauseum is the official announcement that they will not recast T'Challa with Black Panther 2. So people online, what is your speculation of where this story goes? Is it Shuri? Is it Umbaku? Is it, um, I've heard the rumors of, you know, 
somehow doing like a multiverse version of Killmonger because, you know, Michael B. Jordan can carry that um, uh, part of the franchise. What do you think is going to happen in Black Panther 2? And I pose that to you guys as well. I mean, where do we go? I mean, the tragic loss of Chadwick is, you know, painful and no one planned on that. But the character of Black Panther is bigger than any actor. You know, there's plenty of, you know, minority people out there that that is their superhero. And to kind of not have that as their character, I feel like that's a disservice. I say like you need to recast him, but what are your thoughts on that, everybody? Um, well, I mean, what I would like to see, I'd like to see, yeah, they're going to do some crazy uh, multi-universe thing and they're going to, uh, Michael B. Jordan. I mean, he's, he like, even aside from Killmonger, if they were casting Black Panther 1, like, that would be, like, kind of a, a fan vote for me. Like, he... Yeah, I'm all for that. I think that would be great, and I'm sure he's probably, like, he would be chomping at the bit for an opportunity of that, because, uh, you know, I'm sure he was close with him, and, you know, he it would probably be, like, an honor thing to, for him, too, and, you know, there would be that, uh, that kind of personal thing for him that I'm sure he would be all into, but... Yeah, they would just have to do it right. I just wouldn't want it to be some cheesy thing. And obviously, it's Marvel. I'm sure that they could figure it out. And, um, you know, we're, we're getting the multi-universe. So there's definitely a possibility. That seems like a no-brainer for me. Yeah, and they say, you know, that that's, it's tough because not everyone will be happy with the outcome. You know, regardless of what they decide, some yeah. part of the fan base is going to be mad. That's just fandom in general. But... Maybe I missed this, but they're saying that Michael B. Jordan already turned it down, but I know money oh. talks. So if you flash enough money signs, I think people yeah. come back for anything. Harrison Ford, remember, said he would never become Han Solo, and he's been Han right. Solo uh, two more times. So right. I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah. No, that's uh, yeah, it's a good point. Um, yeah, I just uh, – I mean, Shuri, obviously, you know, she, she could be – I think she actually does in the comics, right? I, I think she right. takes the mantle. But uh, yeah, I mean, they got to do something. They can't, um, they can't kill him off. You know, well, I guess they could do that too. Like, but like, how well, do how you do that without yeah. being disrespectful? And uh, right. I don't, I would right. not want to be in those shoes. Yeah, that's 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 tough for sure. Um, but the last kind of you know news reveal that we got that we didn't know about is uh, a film they're going, and I, I know there's a lot of people that were kind of upset that this is the film slash franchise, whatever that they're going after next in the movies in fantastic four. No, mm -hmm. we were, we're really, a lot of people were really hoping X-Men, the X-Men music or, you know, slide yeah. or something was going to yeah. pop up, but we got fantastic four. We knew we were getting it. We knew that, you know, MCU is finally going to get their crack at it. Um, but a lot of, people i think wanted x-men more i'm still excited about it um will this be strike three they've tried it two times and it's fucked terribly will this be strike three is i mean that's the first the first family of marvel and all those things yeah. is they're just not in what do you think the biggest problem is with fantastic four are you online are you guys excited to see fantastic four in a new version why did it just not connect with audiences why has that been the biggest flop of the marvel plate I think there was too much humor in it to make it any bit of a, you know, to, because to me, you could have made the thing so much more menacing. I mean, I know he's, you know, in, in, in essence, he's a, technically a superhero, you know, quote unquote, but I mean, he could have been so much more, you know, fearsome. And then even, even the human torch. I mean, I loved, I loved how he was portrayed. I mean, I thought it was great casting for, you know, who played him overall, but it just didn't, I mean, it was, two back and forth it didn't do it for me at all i'm going on the original one but you know it just was it didn't do it they have to change that i do got to give a shout out to emma that is online if you are still online awesome for being here thank you so much for that um but yeah we going back to your casting piece you know chris evans was the human torch at one point you know captain america yeah. um which i think is crazy um we have another person said uh we already have the incredibles do we need the fantastic four <laughs> Well, you, you know, it, it kind of does make sense of like why we're getting this um, before maybe X-Men. And the way I was kind of thinking about it is, well, they, they got to start if they're going to do the same kind of recipe of, you know, introducing 
other you know phases and and we're gonna have all these movies of different characters and then like we're gonna build up to a big climatic big bad fight you know i think they want to have that same recipe that they did with thanos so they need a you know a new thanos so well now that you know let's get dr doom you know so they're gonna launch fantastic four one we're gonna get introduced to dr doom and i could see him you know slowly showing up in all these other you know films that are going to be coming up and he could be you know the 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 new big bad because no one is really (laughs) there's no big bad even like mentioned yet you know and it took us almost 10 years to build up to thanos so if they want to keep that recipe they they got to get what I think is so interesting is that, you know, from Loki, as well as in Ant-Man 3, you know, they've talked about, you know, Kang the Conqueror is going to be in that, and he's got the potential to be one, but it seems like they're downplaying him almost as like a B-roll villain. I love the idea of Doctor Doom being the big bad, but do you think Doctor Doom carries more swagger or someone like Galactus? Um, Austin online said here that can you imagine Dr. Doom and Magneto being in the same movie, (laughs) which would be incredible. And I think we are getting very close to where, you know, we're going to have some of those type of crossovers and, you know, just like the comic books on the screen, man. I think that's very, very interesting to see. Yeah. It's going to be a while. Yeah. I I can't even think of a Magneto and um, Doom mashup. That'd that'd be ridiculous in an awesome way. But um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty exciting stuff. Like Kevin mentioned earlier, I mean, like what a time to be a fan. Star Wars, Marvel, they killed it. And oh, Jesus Christ, we didn't even talk about my boy Moon Knight. I mean, another bummer. So that, that there's my bummer, my my one, you know, takeaway bummer moment of the stars. We didn't get a title for uh, the uh, Watiti uh, film. And we didn't even get a casting for Moon Knight. Like just, we already know it's, uh, well, we, we don't, but like, oscar isaac you know so like is that just a contract thing like you know that you know ink isn't on the the paper yet on that like why why didn't they announce that we got casting on like a ton of other those you know films and series so why why didn't we get oscar isaac like officially announced to be moonhead on that so that was a little like eyebrow raising and i i definitely noticed like hmm you know so is that is that really in stone yet you know maybe not like are they still you know something fall through so i can't wait for that series so that's that's one of all the marvel that's the one i'm the most excited about they want to know dave who if it's not oscar isaac who is your fan cast for moon knight I've mentioned this a few times and I get I get absolutely destroyed by people but my oh, here we go. my <laughs> my fan vote for Moon Knight Mark Spector is Shia LaBeouf. I knew you're going to say that and I know he was rumored for a little bit but um dude that's solid. He's he a was, good actor. He would have to hit the gym. He would have to hit the gym for sure but like dude it, you just talk about like and I know this isn't like anything to like joke about or whatnot, but like the character is he's he's got multiple personalities, you know, he's he's disturbed and um and I mean Shia LaBeouf, I mean, he is a fantastic actor. He's and got multiple personalities and he's disturbed. Yeah, I mean he's he's a method acting, boom. You you, yeah. you know, you got it. But like I really think he would crush it. I I would like him to, you know, like I said, hit the gym a little bit, but um yeah, I, I, that was always my note. As soon as the, you know, the show was announced that we we're going to get one, I was like, oh, that's that's who I want. I know um, Daniel Ratcliffe was... Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that did nothing for me either. Unfortunately, he's just always going to be Harry Potter and, you know, he's just forever typecasted and I, I, I know I'm not alone on that. Like, no one has probably taken any of his other movies really that serious you know it's like dude you're harry potter you know <laughs> you got you got the edward high pitch batman <laughs> what, what's that phil i said edward cullen's batman so stranger things have happened that is true great point edward cullen is batman what a world <laughs> i can't look at him any other way though it does look pretty cool in some of the shots that were leaked i'm excited for that one man that that one's yeah. gonna be like dirty and just I know I've used the word gritty like five times in this episode, yeah. but yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna be hardcore, man. 
we're sponsored by the word gritty today. But, you know, <laughs> dude, honestly, man, when you brought up Shia LaBeouf, I don't know if you saw the movie Legend with, with uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like, it wasn't like a serious, you know, role. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like, he didn't like stand out Shia LaBeouf, but he did a great job in that movie. I yeah. mean, he could do, yeah, he's awesome. I would love that. I hope that's who it is now. <laughs> and next to, uh, you know, Tom Hardy, you know, I mean, th- yeah, that that's, that's a good movie. I, I know Shia LaBeouf, he's kind of under, uh, he's about to get canceled, you know, by cancel nation right now. There's, there's some, <laughs> some drama going on right now in his personal life with some, like, uh, I think he's getting sued or something like that. So I, 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 of, uh, I cancel nation. <laughs> I got my Cara Dune pops in. If anyone wants them. <laughs> Cara Dune pops. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, she's yeah, she's getting canceled. She didn't get a show. No show for her. I know that was rumored. It's. I'm not ready for a show on her. She. Did, you know what I mean? Like, she needs to have a big, big something happen in this next episode for me to be sold on that. Yeah, man. I mean, we can just kind of spend the next couple of minutes to wrap up uh, some Mando talk. So if you guys haven't seen uh, episode seven, last week's episode. Um, Spoiler warning! Warning! Log off. We're we're gonna we're gonna wrap about Mandalorian and wrap things up here. But uh, geez, what a great episode! Uh, you know, I know I, we probably sound like a broken record saying that, but I I'll kind of rattle off the things that I really liked about it, and we'll kind of go around the horn here. But I, what I thought was super cool about this episode is we finally got, um, you know, the Empire got like humanized you know, when they were coming back with that shipment of Rhydonium or whatever it was and all the troopers were cheering and stuff like that. That was just like a real, I, I know I picked up on that and I was like, that's just really cool. Like, I don't think we've, we've ever gotten that in anything before of, you know, just like, oh yeah, they're not like just monsters underneath a, a helmet, you know, like the, the boogeyman or something like that. Like these guys are, you know, they can have, they go to lunch and they probably take pisses and, you know, they, they cheer and, you know, they're not just, just terrible people. Um, and, uh, that scene with, um, the, the two of them and, uh, Valen or whatever, that was straight out of, um, uh, fuck. What's the, um, rating again, inglorious bastards. Like, uh, you that, um, that scene in the bar, like that was like, you knew it was coming, you know, the tension building up. It was just fantastic. Uh, Phil, what do you, what do you watch it? Eight times? <laughs> um, I think six, to be honest. <laughs> I watch it. I love it. But um, man, just exactly to your point, you know, when, first of all, we need right away. Cause I mean, we can, we always talk about this. So everyone listening live, um, I'm sure you all are aware that Hasbro listens to our podcast on a routine basis. So um, now that they're on and tuned in, we need those pirate figures. Yeah, the little alien, the, the the aliens. Yeah, Sky Guy even said the pirates were epic. So we definitely have some pirate fans out there. I I got uh I got like Star Trek vibes on on those aliens. I know that's probably like blasphemous blasphemy uh you know but i definitely got star trek vibes uh w- with those aliens um but yeah that was like uh that was almost like indiana jones too like y- you know like something you know where he's like he's on a tank you know and you know the bad guys are after him and whatnot but yeah so what uh, what do you think kevin so when i first watched it my buddy cody was in i don't know if cody's on here or not but my buddy cody was in town with me so we woke up early and we watched it and i was maybe thinking that it was going to be more than what i wanted just because you know grogu wasn't even in this episode so yeah that's a first right without quote baby yoda so i was thinking a little more was going to be going on but i didn't like it when i first got done but then i watched it again and i was like okay, I really do dig this, mainly because there was so many things going on um, with, you know, the, the callbacks to uh, Mando, and because it, it's called The Believer, all right? And so we, I still don't know who The Believer was in the episode, but what to me it meant is that when he's saying, I can't go over there, you know, it's my old officer, and he says, you need facial scan, Mando at that point said, the child means more to me than the creed. 
And so perhaps he's the Mando believer, whatever. And when he takes his mask off for the kid, that meant a lot. And I thought that storytelling was incredible. But my one piece I did not like, I am not a big fan of the Boba Fett repaint armor. That did not do it for me. It looked like a cosplay guy. And um, I I liked the gritty scars and all that stuff. But other than that, I thought the episode was probably about a 7 out of 10. Wow. I, uh, what do you got, Phil? Uh, well, I think my internet cut out earlier, so I missed a, a really great um, piece that I really wanted to add. Um, when all those shore troopers and stormtroopers came out and aided them, it was unreal how they drew you, drew us all in. Like for me, it was like, oh my gosh, like now I'm on their side. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is totally. wild. Like they're coming to the rescue when the TIE fighters came in and took out the pirates. And um, so, yeah, I don't know where y'all lost me before on that, but um, I really hope that they make those figures. Those guys are incredible. Um, But I got to ask because I I was lost on this and I watched it multiple times. So I need some kind of understanding. Um, You know, when he took his helmet off to do the face scan, um, Din Djarin, Mando, and it scanned his face. My understanding was two things that when it it would recognize you if you're wanted by the Empire, right? So that's why Fennec didn't want to go down there. Is that what, what I was understanding? And then the other thing was that it recognized your face if you were already part of the Empire. To so, me, the way I understood it is that it was simply kind of like a captcha to make sure you're not a robot. And so yeah, that's how I took robots it. aren't going to the terminal and getting everything because he didn't say, you know, the thing would report me. He's saying, I've seen my officer. That's the thing that was going to scare him. And so I think it was just kind of a capture, making sure you're not a droid robot trying to hack their system. The the the, the the Fennec thing that you picked up on of, you know, her not wanting to go down there because, you know, her she's wanted that was has nothing to do with that that computer. That was probably like, you know, they had just serve, you know, cameras around the facility that would have just picked that up. But, you know, mm-hmm. he obviously put the helmet on and, you know, there you go. But uh yeah. I love the Boba Fett line. Yeah. Oh, he's like, they'll recognize my face? Yeah, let's just say they'll recognize my face. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, That's funny. Great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, he's had, he's had a couple of, like, just hilarious lines, like, uh, that one, and it's like, oh, this isn't a spice dream. I'm like, oh, dude, you, you, you dabbing in the, the death sticks and the spice? <laughs> like, you know, he, like, that, that was, I thought that was hilarious. People are asking what your thoughts are on the hologram Mando sent to Gideon when he basically repeats line for line what Gideon told him. I thought that was pretty chilling and pretty cool. Powerful. Chilling, powerful. Yep. Definitely. uh, I think I had some goosebumps a little bit there. Um, I mean, kind of, kind of, kind of cheesy, but like totally I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, like I was, I loved it. I loved it, you know, but very like, all right. Like, but I, it got me even more excited. I mean, obviously, I'm, we're all excited about the finale, but like we're going to come to some big climatic event here. So I, I just hope there's not going to be like a, a crazy cliffhanger hanger that we're going to have to wait for like a year to find out, you know. Oh, you know it's going something. to be. It's going to be an absolute blue ball moment to where we're <laughs> to, we found out season three will not come out until – uh, Christmas. So we're going to have to wait over a year to get any resolution to this. It's going to hurt. So everyone be prepared for what's getting ready to happen. And I but don't think right after we get our razor crest. Um, you should be able to get your razor crest by then. I think. Yes. So it's going to be perfect. More insult, uh, salt, salt into the wound at insult yeah. injury. That's wonderful. You know, and then, and then by then they'll have a, a you know, another has lab and it'll be the slave one, but it'll now be Mandalorian's, a ship because Mandalorian will inherit the the slave one. That's yeah, yeah. That's what I don't want to happen. I don't want them off in Boba. Um, I think that one thing I want to give a shout out to both you guys are is that old architects custom said, "Hey, by the way, hello." I was listening because I don't know much about Marvel or whatever, and so I think that's awesome that you know there's people just listening to learn a little bit about some things. I think Emma said that she was on here um, wanting to learn a little bit more as well. So. I appreciate everyone's uh, knowledge that you bring to the table here. And we've had great conversations in the text about people talking back and forth and answering questions with people. So for those online, thank you so much for, you know, corresponding and interacting with the other people online. 
Yeah, for sure. Old Architect Customs. I don't know if you all follow his page, but dude's got some crazy cool uh, customs that he does. But what's neat about it, just a quick uh, plug in there, um, if he takes like his own imagination to some of those characters. It's pretty wild. I don't know if you check out his page. It's it's awesome. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of good customizers out there. Yeah, he's definitely one of them. Did uh you guys uh you guys want to rap about um anything that popped up in the the or like what you guys picked up recently? Kevin, you get oh, another Hulkbuster? You. No, well I well you can see the uh the Hulkbuster is well there he is. There's the Hulkbuster back there. But um I finally completed my New Hope Hot Toys line and I finally nailed the big one. Um, and I'm, I'm done everybody for the year now I'm done, but I finally got the old Ben Kenobi. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a tough one to get. Uh, I found him, uh, it was on eBay and the guy was local. Um, and I was like, Hey man, can I meet up with you? And so that's I met how him you justified it. Yeah. Because there was no shipping. There was nothing <laughs> like that. Good deal. So yes, I am happy to announce that I have completed the new hope line. And so that was a big get for me, but I'm done. I'm telling everyone here. Because uh, we are done for um, the year um, on my purchasing, um, so we'll see. Dude, well, congrats, man. Yeah, that's that's. I, I know you've been after that one for a while. What uh, do we do? We got anything on the chat? They're saying you know, awesome live thing. Um, you know, sick collection thing like that. Um, Austin said too much to talk about, um, but he's happy about the um, the Hulkbuster. Um, ORC old architect said, thank you for that. Um, someone saying study break. So that's awesome. So, yeah. What, uh, what did you get recently, Phil? I know, I know you, uh, yeah. Tell everyone about, you know, what's going on, uh, your, your new place and everything. Yeah, no, we, so we got in our new place. Uh, we took on a big move, um, out of state. So just been, uh, been a crazy year to be honest. I mean, in so many different facets, but, um, New pickup. I mean, it feels new because I was able to. I'm looking all around it as I talk to you guys, but um, some of y'all can't really see it. But uh, man, got all my stuff set up and didn't realize how much stuff I had. Um, but some of the new stuff that I picked up. Uh, so I didn't even know that I had, and I don't even know what the name of it is. So I'm really sorry, guys. I'm going to sound like a complete doofus here, but the Spider Man with the green, <laughs> you know, the black costume with the green, you know, accents and everything. Big time um, oh yeah it's the you know it's a marvel legends one but i forgot i had it dude i love that figure um i got the uh all right so i'll tell you all the stuff i got i got a i got a st ton of stuff so i got the white ranger um lightning collection i got uh dragon the original one i got the pink ranger slayer i got the blue ranger i got the black ranger with the dragon shield um hook up and i'm giving a, a huge shout out to uh trendershin creations i'll tell you a little bit what happened I got a completely mauled um, Darth Vader Black Series helmet and a Boba Fett Black Series helmet that was completely crushed. Um, just something I just couldn't even justify, like, shipping to somebody. So I reached out to him because I'm close friends, and I was like, hey, dude, would you want to trade for these? You know, do you got anything? So he went out, dude. He hooked me up. Um, so all those figures I just named to you, I got the uh, – I call it the Han and Leia Ice Cube set. Uh, now Target. Really cool. Now at Target. Yeah, now at Target. Um, unbelievable. Um, what else was it? Dude, so many cool things. I got the Dewback set. I got the, um, I think it was an Entertainment Earth set back in the day. It's like a, it's a four-pack with the Crimson uh, Stormtrooper, Sandtrooper. Yep. Entertainment Dude, Earth, never yeah. had that. Always wanted that set. I got that. Um, and I, I did also put my pre-order in today uh, through Sideshow for the Green Ranger. Um, I forget exactly what company's doing that. I think it's 3-0. Yep, Oh, dude, so cool. How to have it. I didn't, the whole set's just way too much money. So, and then I got myself the uh, Marvel Legends uh, movie Venom. So I finally got that. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude, that, those three zero figures, I mean, those are the ones that uh, they, they did the the snake eyes. We yep. talked about the uh, Storm Shadow, which I also pre-ordered. Um, and dude, I mean, <laughs> this is a great price point for a six, uh, six scale figure. I mean, the price point is fantastic. Yep. I mean, it's a fraction of the cost compared to a hot toy. I, I just hope the quality is up there. But well, I, I'll wrap up uh, my my gets, dude. I got some bangers, boys. I got <laughs> some bangers. Bring it on, Dave. Bring us home. So, 
incinerator trooper hot toys oh, heck yes wow it's fantastic and i did not struggle with that backpack kevin well, you need that to come was... over and fix mine because <laughs> mine was an absolute bitch to get done oh yeah i mean i was uh i was definitely under the influence and i still managed <laughs> to not break anything and i think i only cussed a couple times but it looks great i i, I didn't use the flame effect so i just kind of have it in a pretty generic pose but uh Looks great next to my other troopers, man. I'm I love I love my troopers with some red. Oh, just looks great. And then um, before I, uh, I I tell you what you know the the big daddy is, uh, I did go to my first like event since you I know, saw that that was COVID, so cool. Patches and pins and patches event. So if you don't know about this thing, it's it's a it's a pin and patches convention. It's it's usually always held in California. I've never been able to go. And um, they were going to come here to Arizona, which is obviously where I live. And they were going to come here in, I think, March. And I was like, oh, great. Finally, I can go. You know, they're, they're coming here. That's crazy. They never really travel. And so I was super excited. Well, I was going to be in California that weekend for uh, another engagement. So I was like, of, ironically, of course, I'm going to be in California while they're here. So I was super you know, upset about that. Well, COVID happened, shut it down anyways. It didn't happen. Then they rescheduled to last weekend. So I went and, um, it was, it was, it was all right. There, there really wasn't a whole lot of, uh, vendors. I, actually, there wasn't a single vendor that I even knew about. Usually, uh, there's like five or, you know, a half dozen or more that, uh, you know, I can't wait to go, you know, grab something from this vendor because, you know, I've, I've been following them on Instagram or whatever, picked up a few things. It was just cool to get out there, you know, and, you know, bullshit. I, I went with my best friend, Matt over at, uh, um, sneaker peak podcast. And it was also like a shoe thing too. They had like a ton of sneaker stuff. So he was in his element. I got to kind of like see him geek out cause he's gone with, uh, with me to, um, phoenix comic con and he's got like <laughs> he's got like no interest in that stuff so you know he got to see me geek out i got to see him him geek out so it was fun but the the granddaddy i mean this is probably my my biggest get all year you know how i'm i'm after the the kenner full line oh no here we go what do you what do you phil what do you think i got oh man um and you too kevin what do you guys think I got? Kenner. Okay, so is it one of these? It's a figure. Skiff guard? Ken- it's a skiff guard. A Kenner figure. Is it a, is it a, is it a skiff guard? That's where I'm going with. Brada. Is it rare? Oh yeah. <laughs> is it from the original seventeen or the last seventeen? No. Oh, okay. Is it from droids? No. Last no. Is it the blue snaggletooth? It is. Your boy oh, got the blue wow. snaggletooth. Your boy it's got it. The blue snaggletooth. Let me see. How about that? Well, it's not here yet. <laughs> I got. I got. I got drunk and uh, there was an Instagram sale by uh, Trash Collectibles <laughs> that I, I, oh I usually buy from, oh and uh, he had a killer deal on it. And I, I claimed I hit that claim button as fast as possible. So. I think that's coming this week. I mean, who knows with, you know, holiday mail and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I got a killer deal on it. Um, man, that's and, so exciting for you. That's so awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to actually get that in hand and put it next to, you know, a little red, uh, red snaggle. So I need to let those wondering online, they say, that's where my knowledge ends. They said, you know, I kind of only know the, uh, the modern figures. So the blue snaggletooth is – one of the rarest Kenner Star Wars figures from a long time ago. It was a mail-away exclusive. It was never on a card. I think you got it, what, through JCPenney or something like JC that? JCPenney, yep. It was a JCPenney exclusive. It was with the cantina. With, it came with the cantina. And so there's the regular red Snaggletooth. He's like this big. But the blue Snaggletooth is a full figure, which is – and he's got these ugly silver boots on. Um, so, I mean, it's a massive get. It's one of the, the Kenner Holy Grails, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I would, I would say him and Yak Face are probably, you know, the two, you know, most sought after valuable ones, you know, um, 
Yak Face was only, you know, distributed in, uh, you know, Europe and Canada. It never, you know, that last 17 never came to uh, America. It was only released in, um, you know, Europe and Canada. So those are usually hard to get to. But yeah, this is in the last 17. It was like, you know, like you said, Kevin, it, it only came in that, that JC Penny, JC yeah. Penny, shout out, shout out, Penny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, so. Good gets, boys. Well, let's uh let's wrap this up. Um, you know, pretty experimental. You know, do you do you got anything uh, um from the listeners before we uh wrap up the show, Kevin? Uh, Zuvio Studios did say that he wanted to share his haul. He was able to get uh, the Dagobah Luke Yoda set from Target today for twenty six bucks. So that's awesome. And some people are talking about a potential hashtag Nashville meetup to come to the ICCC in April, which is a uh, toy con here in Nashville. Um, so we have a couple people, Austin, uh, Sky Guys and Memphis. So we may have a, a little, a little crew get together. April, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, that's, uh, th- that's in Nashville. It is. Yes. It, it's in Franklin. And that's the one you usually go to, right? Like you've gone yeah, to it and, a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to check out my video with me and Anthony on my YouTube channel when we went to the ICCC and uh, it's a, it's a great thing. Uh, pretty pretty cool time. That was last year's video. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go back and watch that one. Yeah, that that's definitely on my uh, my list. I'm, I mean, COVID aside, I've been wanting to hit up like as many conventions as possible, and that that's always been like a, a pretty big one, right? Like it's a great turnout, right? It is, and they just asked, do celebrities go? And yes, absolutely. Um, I got to meet Timothy Zahn um, at the last one. Um, got to meet the uh, uh, got to meet Daniel Logan. He was there um, from you know Young Little Boba Fett. Um, as well as, um, you know, uh, there's a bunch of them there, a bunch of Power Rangers and such. So it, it's a good one. It keeps growing every single year. Um, you know, they've got DeLoreans, they got people in the costumes, and I'm sure things are going to be a little bit different this year, naturally. Um, we're still, you know, five, six months away from that, but hopefully things work itself out to where we can get out there and do that. Yeah, I mean, that's still up in the air. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I hope so. I hope the world's back to somewhat of a... Yeah. A lot can change in six months, so yeah. uh, the will of the force. We'll see. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll hit the, the end button here on the podcast. So thanks again for listening, uh, those that are listening to the podcast, and we'll talk to you guys next week.